So my lifestyle that I've committed to now is moving my body, eating right, and just trying to be the healthiest version of myself. If I can't eat a piece of apple pie, right, or some french fries, or whatever your vice is, right, whatever your, your thing is, if you're like telling yourself you can't do it because you work out now, like you're, you're missing a huge part of it. That's Joey Hoey of the Fitness Coalition in Fairfield, California. Today I get to speak with Joey about his new facility, about how the Ninja Turtles helped him start his business, about his wife Lauren, who's building a culture of strong women at the center, and about the three most important things we need to remember before starting a fitness journey. Are you ready? Let's go. Ready to get the city fit? SoFit City is a city challenge and festival to inspire fitness across the nation. Run this town with us or pledge to run yours on SoFit City Day. For more information, go to SoFitCity.com forward slash pledge. SoFit City, we run this town. What does vibe mean to you? To us, a positive vibe means feeling good. And at Vibe Solano, it's about a vibrant, healthy Solano County. It's about overall wellness and vitality. It's about feeling well enough physically and emotionally to enjoy our lives to the fullest as active residents. Join the effort to improve the health and wellness of our community. Discover fun events, fitness activities, and healthy things to do. Find us online at vibesolano.com. Get involved for a vibrant, healthy Solano today. Are you ready? You are now listening to the Solano Fit Podcast, featuring fitness to change your life and inspiration to live your best. Here's your host, O. Johnson. I am with Joey Hoey, the founder and owner of the Fitness Coalition in Fairfield, California. Joey, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for having me. So you just moved to a new location, but there's a lot I want to talk to you about, just given your facility, given your experience. Tell us a little bit about the coalition, what it's all about. Tell us about the mission and the vision. Uh, well, we look at ourselves as a school of fitness that optimizes human movement and performance. So that is, that is our mission. That's what we stand behind. We wanted to be able to kind of like encompass everything under one roof or be right. able to at least have a network of people that we can refer out. So for example, right, like our jam, the conversation that we have with people is fitness. We can get very deep with that as well, but we also have a nutritionist under our roof, my wife, and has her own nutrition business as well. So that's another part of the fitness deal is the nutrition stuff. We have in our network massage therapists. We have in our network chiropractors, you know, stuff like physical therapists, those kind of things. And it's not necessarily all under our roof, but it's, you can sure. say it's kind of like under our umbrella. That would be the goal is that if we can't facilitate it ourselves, we know someone that we trust that we've dealt with personally, friends of ours that we can refer people to. Like why, why not just be the gym? Why not be just the fitness guy? Why are you um, bringing together a network of people to support others in that way? I guess you could just say fitness feels really deep. You know, yeah. it's more than just, you know, moving around and sweating. There's a lot of things that go into it. So for us, just being able to, to help as many people as possible is really the goal. I'm not an expert on everything. So I'm not going to be able to be that trainer that's like, hey, I know how to do this and I know how to do that. If I don't, right. you know, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to say, hey, I, it's not my level of expertise, but I know a guy or, hey, I know a girl. 
that can help you with that. You know, just having a lot of people in your network. Yeah. And I think you, you mentioned something that I want to tap into. You, you mentioned how fitness goes really deep. And so people are talking about a particular diet or a particular exercise or a particular mode. But is there something specific to fitness that you guys bring to the table in terms of how you approach fitness and all of its complexities? Man, that's a, that's a rabbit hole you can go down to. I think it's some people get caught up in things too much and it's just, you know, whatever works for you, have fun with it. Be open-minded, you know, like I've never done Zumba, but if I do it, I may end up falling in love with it, you know what I'm saying? But you know, yeah. I've just never done it, but I'm not opposed to it, you know what I mean? Like I'd right. go down to the Zumba class and shake my thing and do it, but it's just, you know, I just be open to the experience Absolutely. of things and not be so close-minded because not every way is the right way or you know, the right way for you may not be the right way for the other guy. You're humble, man. With all the things that are going on in fitness, there's a lot of ego in fitness. And so, yeah. you know, the fact that you're bringing people in, the fact that you're talking about what you know and not talking about what you don't know is just kind of refreshing. I mean, there are so many trainers who, who lead with their chest or lead with their bicep. Yeah. I went by Joey's spot and I had a lot of fun, man. And, and just a diverse crowd and people in there throwing around heavy weight. It was a good time having you, man. That one was fun. Describe the type of person that's best suited or most successful at the coalition. Really, we get asked this a lot, like yeah. what, you know, our, our perfect client is. For us, it's, you know, we want people that come to us wanting to learn. You're going to school, you're going to a classroom, right? So we're, our job as coaches is to teach and our job is to educate. I don't care if you're 10 years old, if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Like, I mean, we literally have people that fit that age demographic at yeah. our gym from 10 all the way up till in their 60s. It's really like, if you're coming, you're ready to work hard, you're not gonna make excuses, you're gonna put the work in, and you're just, you're open to learn new things and put yourself out there, come on by. I hear this a lot. And for folks who have created their own business or who have created their own gym or anything, you know, sometimes we create the thing, we create the product, we create the service in our own image. And just what's so interesting is listening to you and just watching you, you're totally laid back, just chilling. The yeah. mantra is happy and fun and be open-minded. And that's what comes across, man. Yeah. You know, and so, so it makes sense that people who have that same kind of relaxed nature or are seeking that kind of relaxed nature will find a trainer like you at the, at the coalition because you're not all into yourself and you're not all into a particular thing. You know, we have a vibe and, you know, people are attracted to that vibe and they're digging the thing that we're doing. And if you want to ride, like we're, we're here for you, you know, so. The one thing I noticed at the club was a lot of strong women. Oh yeah. Just a lot of strong women unashamedly throwing around weight, getting it done. Yeah, that is, um, that is because of my wife. I cannot take credit for that. That is, that is my wife's, my wife's fault. Yeah, uh, fault in a good way. Yeah, 100%. My wife is one of the strongest women I personally know, right? Physically, mentally. And she created a culture of strength for women at our gym. And it's, it's awesome. It's like, it's really awesome to see. And, you know, she has built this subculture of yeah. women empowerment. And it's, it's a really cool thing to see. And it's rare. It's becoming bigger now, just in general, in fitness, to see these women that are really embracing strength. But yeah. the people that haven't had a chance to experience that, it's one of those feelings that you don't know what it's like, obviously, until you've, you've experienced it for yourself. But when you are starting to lift things or do things that you haven't been able to do because of the work that you've been putting in, 
it's one of those empowering feelings, right? And it's that, wow, I really didn't think I could ever lift that. Or, hey, it's I picked up a case of water bottles and I walked it up the stairs at work today and I've been able to do that before. And it's like, well, that's because you've been coming to the gym, putting in work and you're doing your thing and look at what's happening, right? I mean, that's, that's just small to some people like, oh, wow, you picked up water bottles and you walked it up the, the stairs. But for someone that's had a problem doing that in their real life and now they can do it, you go, girl. You know what I mean? Like, more power to you. Like, that's awesome. And that's a big thing of what we want to do is that, like, training is just one avenue or one vehicle that you kind of do to translate over to real life. Yeah, I think that's something that I saw. Just a lot of strong women, a lot of strong dudes, people working there together. And so you've really, I think, succeeded in creating a community. So kudos to you and the wife. So tell me this, though. Is that a separate thing? In other words, do they have their own classes or do they have their own particular program? Or is it kind of under the larger umbrella of uh, the fitness coalition in general? Both. We focus very heavily on strength training at our gym. The women actually do have their own specific strength class. Friday nights, 6 p.m., it's open to anyone that wants to come by, um, and it's coached by my wife, and they focus on strength training. It's really cool. So uh, we get a, it started with three or four girls that were just already training at the gym, and then it's organically grown to the point where, you know, there's been... 10, 15 ladies, and you don't even have to be a member to come to the class. You just get thrown into the mix. No judgments. There's no egos. No one's looking at you like, oh my God, I can't believe she's lifting that little bit of weight. Like, strength's relative. If I've been in the game for 10 years and you've been in the game for 10 minutes, like, I should be able to lift more than you. But relatively speaking, my strength and your strength, heavy's heavy. If it's 10 pounds for you and it's 100 pounds for me, like, who cares? Right, like you can get up to 100 pounds eventually. Yeah, fitness is your own journey. Right, so yeah, it's um, it's been a really cool thing to watch the women grow at our gym. We've had a handful of women compete in powerlifting meets. Oh wow! Uh, We've had a handful of women compete in strongman. I mean, my wife has qualified for for worlds, which is like a really high level powerlifting meet. You won it, and you know, so she has like an international elite total and yeah that's sick take that from her you know what i mean like right there you know like there's nothing you know no one can take that which is really cool so uh i love it (laughs) you know it's coming up i absolutely love it it's really cool one other question so then with the nutrition is that a separate part of the program as well is that something that they would potentially see the wife for separately outside of the fitness coalition yes that's a that's a separate service in itself you know, a lot of people fail to really have a grasp on the nutrition stuff because there's so much BS out there about nutrition and there's so many Instagram and Facebook, you know, nutritionists and personal trainers out there. They're like, pay me 40 bucks and I'll give you my booty burner boot camp. That is literally a cookie cutter plan. So, you know, we wanted to battle that bull crap, essentially. It's something Lauren's extremely passionate about. And it's awesome to see the impact that she's been making in people's lives. You know, like fitness is the easy part, like coming into Mm. the gym and moving around and working out like that's easy. Relatively speaking, that's, that's the easiest part to do. But you know, nutrition's a really hard part to get. Lauren works with people and she makes it happen. It is interesting that a lot of the focus in fitness is 
on the the parts, right? And so it's it's the butt, it's the abs, it's every now and then the adage is about how you know abs are made in the kitchen and whatnot. But you're absolutely right. Like the fitness comparatively is easier. And so so often I think it's because people have an easier time adding something than they do subtracting it. Right. And if you get back into the kitchen and you think about, oh, what you shouldn't eat or what you shouldn't buy, people honestly need help with that, I think. Some people will come and they'll be like, I want to lose weight. Simple. That's sure. You know, majority of people come to a gym for, for the most part, it's either like, I want to gain muscle or I want to lose weight. It's very rare that you have people come in. They're like, I just want to feel good about myself and live a healthy lifestyle. The majority of it is I want to lose weight. Like, all right, cool, man. Well, this is what we do. It's what we're about. It's what you can expect when you train here. And, and you know, it kind of takes off. Um, it'll evolve into a sense of like, the weight isn't really an issue anymore. Now they want to get stronger and they That's want to lift heavier. Or now they want to run a faster mile time. Or now they want to be able to do a pull-up. Or now they want to be able to do you know a million push-ups at once. And it's like, cool. That's the kind of stuff that you should be focusing on because obviously the results don't lie. The right. scale has been one of those things that has been haunting people forever. Everyone justifies their results on the scale number right right so if i weigh 200 pounds and i lose five pounds of fat and i gain five pounds of muscle what is the scale going to say it's going to literally say the same exact thing it's going to say 200 pounds right now if i lose five pounds of fat and i gain five pounds of muscle my body composition is going to look completely different right my clothes are going to fit different i'm sure my friends will notice and they'll comment but the scale is going to say 200 pounds. So in some people's minds, oh my God, the scale hasn't moved. I've worked so hard. Oh my God, what's wrong? But in that time, it took them to lose five pounds. And in the time it took them to lose five pounds of fat and gain five pounds of muscle, let's just say they put 20 pounds on their back squat and they put 20 pounds on their bench press and they put 20 pounds on their deadlift and they ran a mile time 20 seconds faster. They've done, you know, 20 more push-ups in a workout that they didn't do before. I mean, there's so many different ways to to track your progress that the weight is just the weight doesn't matter. It's cool, you know, if like that is a goal of yours to like look at the scale and be like, okay, cool, I've lost 10 pounds. But if you use those performance markers as a justification of your progress. And you happen to lose weight at the same time. That's just like a cool thing that's going to happen if you're being mindful of all the different areas of fitness with your, your training, your nutrition, your lifestyle, your, you know, I mean, like we said, we can go on and on. So would you say that's the general curve of many of the uh, participants and the attendees over at the gym that, that for the most part, they come in with one idea of what they want to achieve. And then as their confidence grows, the goal shifts into more performance measures. Yeah, I would say so for us anyway, right? That's really what we push is we push more of a performance-based model as opposed to come to our gym and lose 21 pounds in 21 days. And it's going to be the best thing you've ever done in your life. And we just, we don't vibe with those. One, that's not a realistic goal. Two, it's you know, not healthy to lose that much weight in, in that short amount of time. And it's just for us, it's like, that's not what it's all about. Fitness isn't a punishment for eating some food or for putting on a little bit of weight and you're like, oh, I got to use fitness 
to lose this weight and I hate working out. So man, here we go. And you dread huh. it. It shouldn't be a punishment. There's people out there that probably wish they could do some of the things that these people have the ability to do that dread it. You know? It's just be thankful that you can even go and work out, move, move, come in, have fun, do your thing, live a healthier life. That's a really neat idea. Just that whole thing. I mean, do, do you run into that a lot? Um, and what I mean by that is that people treating fitness like it's punishment or they, or they use it to beat themselves into submission. Totally. Have you ever seen those, you know, those posts or memes or whatever on, on social media where it's like, especially around the holiday time, Thanksgiving uh -huh. or whatever. And it's all right. If you have like a plate of mashed potatoes, you got to do like 1,294 <laughs> burpees to turn it off. And if you have a piece of pumpkin pie, like 1,000 like pushups. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, who doesn't work that way? Right. Yeah. You're not going to be able to selectively target that piece of apple pie that you ate on Thanksgiving doesn't work that way. Like, all right, well, this meme said I got to do 12,000 pushups. Here we go. That apple pie is gone. <laughs> you know, that's where the psyche thing comes into play that we were talking about earlier. It's like, and Thanksgiving comes around. And if your grandma makes that famous apple pie with vanilla bean ice cream and, you know, all that good fun <laughs> stuff that like, you know, you look forward to every year. Right. Don't be Live a little. Yeah. YOLO, right? Like just eat it. <laughs> you literally, you live once. You're going to stress about eating a piece of apple pie that your grandma makes every single year for Thanksgiving that everyone in the family looks forward to. But now all of a sudden you're into fitness and you can't eat it because you, you don't want to, you know, stray from your Mess goal. It up or something. I mean, I guess that's a weird, that's bad to put it because if there's certain goals, sometimes you have to make sacrifices, right? Sure. It is what it is. But instead of having a big, huge piece, have a little sliver enjoy it right, and then get right. right back on the wagon the next day. It's not that big of a deal and it shouldn't be that big of a deal. So my lifestyle that I've committed to now is moving my body, eating right, and just trying to be the healthiest version of myself. So live a little, viva yeah. la coalition. <laughs> there it is, viva la coalition. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so let me ask you this. Talk to me quickly about that new person, say it's a female, that new female who hasn't, and you mentioned this a little bit earlier, you talked about how um, the Fitness Coalition is a really uh, a welcoming place to beginners and, and to women who are, who are intimidated potentially by the gym atmosphere. Kind of describe what that new person experiences when they come to the coalition for the first time. So we meet you where you are in your fitness level. So we have a initial introduction session you come and meet with one of our trainers uh, and we, we have a little interview, right? Like we call it the first date, you know, interview, first date workout type of deal, right? We cool, want to cool. get to know you. You're not just another number. You're not like another seat, right? It's just like, okay, well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like what got you coming to the door? Like what is it that you want to accomplish here? You know, we, we have a specific kind of general questions to kind of guide the conversation, but then, you know, we just let the conversation go. So it's, you know, basically we just want to really understand why you came to the gym, sure, what it is that you're trying to get out of training with us. And then we let you know, you know, what you can expect from training here. We give you a little bit of a general idea of kind of what it is that we do. But like I said, we meet you where you are. So yeah. if yeah. you're a rock star coming in already and you're just banging this workout out, like, high fives, right? If, if you've never worked out in your life and you've, you know, you're coming in and you're like, man, this is super intimidating. Like I'm really not even sure why I came here. 
Well, your intensity level is probably going to be pretty low. We're not expecting you to hit a home run right out of the gate. So whatever your level of intensity is, we're going to meet you there. Even if your level of intensity is literally no intensity, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> even, it, yeah, it's right, just, even if you're at like level zero. Yeah, right? Like <laughs> even if there's no intensity at all, like wherever you are, like we're going to meet you there. And we make it very easy for people to feel a part of the team because yeah. like, I mean, for us, it's like, you know, you're not just a person in there. Like you're in the community, you're yeah. part of the tribe. Everyone has been in your shoes. Literally everyone that's training here now is in your shoes, right? Everyone's had their first day. There are so many fitness phobias. There are so many fitness myths out there that you really are working not just on someone's body, but on their brain and on their mind to have a new kind of appreciation for their body and to have a new appreciation for what it takes to get to the level they're trying to seek. 100%, man. Uh, we're, we're always students of the game. All right. So, Joe, we've talked a lot about that new client who comes to uh, the Fitness Coalition. And you get, you get all types. You get the men, you get the women, you get different ages, and they all come with different goals. Tell me the three things that a new client should consider before starting their own fitness journey. Be realistic with your goals. Be open-minded to experimenting or trying new things and go into it wanting to have fun. Those would be the three things. That yeah, I'm that is a trifecta. I mean, because if you can be realistic, be open-minded and have fun, then it really does help to kind of contour your fitness journey and not kind of overload it with, with one pity or two, just a lot of shame and or just self, self-loathing. Yeah, you want it to be a lifestyle, right? You don't want it to be like a, you know, a, a quick destination. Fitness isn't a six-week or eight-week deal. Like, it's something that you should just make part of your daily regimen, right? Like, right. You know, we preach making it a lifestyle, right? Yeah, so once you start it, you got to live with it. And so it might as well be fun. Yeah, right? You don't want to do things that's not fun. Where did Joey come from in, in, in his own fitness journey? I wanted to be a ninja. Literally, I'm still in the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> old school, right? Like, that was my jam. And um, I wanted to be a ninja, right? So my dad put me into martial arts. Wait a second, wait a second. Which Ninja Turtle, though? Which one? Which of the four? I started really liking Michelangelo, right? But as I've yeah, gotten yeah. older... I respect Raphael. A little bit. <laughs> I, like I respect Raph. He's he's probably my favorite now. That was those were like my jams, right? Those were like what I watched when I was a kid. That's and straight throwback. Was, like that was it, right? Um, so you know, I grew up doing that stuff, and you know, uh, you know, when I was like what 18, 19, I was like, man, I'm trying to get buff. So <laughs> I was like, I got to go to the gym. You know, just started lifting from there, and then. You know, I was at that point, I was like 21, 22, and, it, and that was kind of like the, the idea of, you know, maybe I can make this thing a career. Yeah, so yeah. a buddy of mine, buddy Evan, it's like my best friend, he was, uh, he sent me a text message one day. I was like, hey man, I just signed up for this certification. You know, you should check it out. I was like, well, and this was at the time that like when these certifications were posted online, they were sold out in the blink of an eye. So it was really oh. hard to get them. Nowadays, they're a dime a dozen, but like back then, it was like super hard to get these things. Everyone was trying to get them. So I was just about to go on my lunch break, and I was like, all right, man, I'm going to go to try to sign up for it, and if it works, like if I'm able to do it, I'm just going to like leave my job. It's probably not the most professional way to leave a job, but I went onto the website, I signed up, and I put my keys in my ignition, and I left, and I never went back. Nice. 
I don't advise anyone to do that, right? <laughs> I'll put it in your two weeks. But for me, I was, at, I was at that point where I was like, dude, I'm all in. Sometimes you've had enough, man. That two weeks yeah, is too dude. long. So like, you know, I drove away. That was it. Like that night, like I went and I ordered a bunch of equipment from Rogue. I convinced my buddy to work out of half of a two-car garage, set up the equipment in the garage, and that's kind of where everything started you know talk about an evolution so, man that's bold bro <laughs> quit quitting the job like that is something Raphael totally would have done right so <laughs> now that i yeah yeah see there you go right <laughs> i can relate to Raphael. so yeah. that's kind of where you we're at the laid back charm of michelangelo and now i'm the now i'm the leonardo of no, the, right? now so. well hey now you're the leonardo and the donatello because now you're the professor now it's, it's full circle full circle, dude. Full circle man I have lived out my dream of being every single Ninja Turtle <laughs> over the course of my, my existence so far. So awesome. That, that works out well. Very cool. Very cool. I have a little fun little thing that we're going to try. Your seven favorite things. We have this theme of seven. There are seven cities in Solano County. And so we're going to do it in a time of 10 seconds. All so right. we're going to see if we can get all, ten, all seven of these things in 10 seconds. So are you ready to do this? I'm ready to rock, man. Let's do it. First all right. So we're going to start that. We're going to start the, the buzzer. And we're going to do 10 seconds, rapid fire, go. Favorite movie? Boondock Saints. Favorite exercise? Deadlifts. Favorite day of the week? Monday. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Favorite guilty pleasure? Brownies and ice cream. Favorite color? Red. Favorite book? Oh man, there's so many. I, <laughs> favorite book. You know what? Calvin and Hobbes. All of the Calvin Hobbes. Yes, I loved those as a kid. Calvin Hobbes. Absolutely. That's a good one. Calvin and Hobbes book. Yes. Great answers, man. You've completed all seven. I don't even know if the time expired. I'm, <laughs> who cares? I'm ask, who cares? Laid back, man. Have fun with yeah. it. Joey, you're an awesome interview, brother. I'm excited about what you got going on at the Fitness Coalition. Tell everyone where to find you on Instagram, Facebook, and again. Uh, yeah, so on Facebook and Instagram, it's the Fitness Coalition. And he's just expanded into a, his new facility over on Central Way. Check him out at uh, thefitnesscoalition.com. You're really active on Instagram. You're really active on sharing progress that folks are experiencing over there. If you're a strong dude, strong woman, or you want to be, you got to check out the Fitness Coalition. He's the man. Thank you so much for being with us, Joey. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. You have just listened to Inspiration to Live Your Best. Now be sure to pass it on by sharing, commenting, and subscribing at SolanoFit.com. Here's what's next. And, and you don't have to be a, a professional athlete or an entertainer to get into a slump. You can be in a slump, just in, in a life's slump because of, like you said, consistent lack of movement, lack of focus in your, you know, your just, just, just moving this body and, and doing the things that's going to promote health and